It's been said that every quilt tells a story, and it's so true. But I also believe every quilter has a story to tell. I wanted to hear about the people behind these wonderful quilts and thought you'd enjoy hearing about their lives also. Welcome to A Quilter's Life. Thanks to my niece, Alyssa Chamberlain, for connecting me with Nikki Smith. Nikki is a loving and giving quilter. I loved hearing about the special relationship she had with her grandmother. Not everyone has the opportunity to be close to loved ones. Nikki didn't see this as an obligation, but rather a blessing. So glad to have Nikki Smith with me today. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you for having me. So glad we got connected. I'm glad we finally got connected as well. Yeah. Looking forward to this conversation. Yeah. So tell me where you were born and raised. Well, I was born in Columbus, Ohio, and raised in Pataskalo, Ohio. It was a farming town when we first moved here in the early 70s. It's now become a little bit modern. So we were a little town, and now it's blooming. Mm-hmm. Has it been fun to watch it change over the years? Oh, it has. Very much so. Got several quilt stores that we didn't have before. You know, they're local businesses, so I shop them very often. Nice. Can you share a special childhood memory? Oh, favorite? It would be going to my grandparents in West Virginia. My grandmother was born in 1900, and she was the youngest of 11 kids. And so she shared a lot of sewing, treadle sewing machine. She tried to get me to learn on that as well as teach me little basics. And I've just loved going down there because that was so much fun to do with my grandparents. Yeah. It probably seemed like a pretty long trip when you were little. It was, but I read or slept on the way. Neat. Tell me about your employment. I worked for Mount Carmel Hospital for 26 years. I worked in the medical records department. I worked there until April of this year when I was put on furlough because of the pandemic, COVID. Oh, wow. And then in July, my manager contacted me to let me know that my position had been eliminated. Oh, no. Yeah, at first I was upset, but then I got to thinking, I've got a new grandbaby coming in August, and I've got this room full of fabric and all these things to make and create, and... I was good with that. I've been taking an early retirement. Wow. Lord's plans aren't always ours, are they? No, they're not. No, they're not. Okay, my next question is where you live now and how did you get there? But you said you were born? I was born in Columbus and raised in Pataskala. And I've lived here 45 years. Okay. And I moved to Whitehall after I married my husband, but I did not like the sirens and I felt closed in. And he said, you know what, let's move back to your home. We took over my grandmother's home that was next to my parents. So I currently live in the home 
that is right next to where I grew up. Oh, wow. It was interesting to see how my childhood home has changed over the many years. Now, did you raise your family in Whitehall or Pataskala? We raised a family in Whitehall. My husband had a six-year-old little girl, and when we got married, I adopted her. Then we had a little girl about a year after we were married, and we were not blessed with any more. So we have three children. He had a son who's in his early 40s, and then we have a 29-year-old daughter who just made us grandparents, (laughs) and then we have a 21-year-old. And she's the baby. Yeah, neat. Well, besides quilting, what other crafts do you do or have you done? Oh, goodness. I love to do any kind of craft. I currently am working on a quilt and a cross-stitch wall hanging for my in-laws. And when I was a child, I did a lot of beadwork. I made some bead dolls and painted Christmas ornaments and just whatever I could get my hands on when I wasn't reading. Reading is a passion as well. So I have a big collection of not only fabric, but of books. Do you have a favorite author? I do. It's Wanda Brunstetter. She was raised Amish or Mennonite or has relatives of it, but she does a lot of Amish books. Uh Uh-huh. So I get to read about the Amish as well as learn how they have quilting frolics. That was always interesting to read about the quilting frolics that they all have. And it's where a group of ladies come into a home and they put together a quilt and Once it's finished, then they will set it up to do the hand quilting. And then they will present it to a family that is down on their needs, or they will donate it for a charity. I enjoy that and think, what an interesting thing that would be to do today. Yeah. Who introduced you to quilting? I watched my grandmother, so it would have to be my grandmother. She had a lot of quilts in her home that she had made and her mother-in-law had made. And I just enjoyed looking at the different material, the fabric that was in it and the history because they didn't have fabric stores, you know, like we have today. So they used an old shirt or an old pair of pants And that history that's in each block is interesting because each block tells a story Mm -hmm. or had a story. So I'd sit and ask my grandmother, you know, about this piece or about that piece. And she would tell me the story about it. And that was very interesting. So that became my love to create a quilt that would tell a story. Neat. Is that what you're planning on doing for your grandchildren? I hope to. My two girls, I shouldn't say two, my oldest daughter does not have any interest in it mm-hmm. because she is one that wants to see the results right now. And my youngest one likes to go and get material, but she doesn't like to do the sit down and sew. <laughs> 
So a lot of times I will take whatever she started and finish it, but she is enjoying it and she'll have that knowledge so that when she gets older, if she does want to resume, she'll have that knowledge on how, because I've given her the basics, you know, of how to measure, create, pick out your material, decide what size you want. So she'll have that to go on. But right now she's not quite interested in it yet. Describe your favorite quilt or quilt pattern. Oh, my favorite quilt has to be the one I made for a pastor's daughter. She liked butterflies and the color purple. So I found some butterflies that I cut into blocks and ordered some purple. It was supposed to be a full-size quilt, and it ended up being, a, I think, an almost a king size. Oh, no. <laughs> but she thoroughly enjoyed it, and her brother liked it as well. I've gotten pictures from them that shows them all cuddled up underneath it. But that was my favorite quilt because I love the color purple. And so we had a connection with the purple and the butterflies. Is that one of the quilts that you sent a picture? Yes. It's of me and a little blonde-haired girl. Yeah. That is a very beautiful quilt. Thank you. Tell me about your favorite tool. Oh, my favorite tool will have to be the Ripper. (laughs) (laughs) I call him Jack. And, of course, my machine. I love my machine. I've had it for many, many years, and I go and look for new ones, but I keep coming back to my old one. I call her Old Faithful. Yeah. What brand is she? She is a Foff. My mother had a Foff that my father had bought her for anniversary, and it's in a cabinet. Okay. And you have to lift the machine up and set it on another little ledge and it opens up and it's very heavy but I learned to sew on that it had a knee instead of a foot pedal it had a knee pedal so I learned to sew and not have any problems like I did with the treadle machine Uh so I have that as well my parents have since passed away so I was able to get the sewing machine that my father gave her. Wow, that's neat. So which is your favorite part of the process? It's the designing of making a quilt, figuring out what kind of material, what I think a person might want, the color scheme, that kind of thing. But it has to be the design of it. Mm -hmm. So you put a lot of time into... Designing your quilts? Yes. Yes. My husband helps me as well. He likes to pick out, somebody says I like blue. So we'll try to make a blue quilt. And he will go through my fabric and he'll find blues. And he puts them together and tells me whether or not they look good or they don't. And I move on from there. Isn't that neat? Guthrie helps me, too, and that way I feel when we give a quilt away, we can say it's from both of us because he had a part in it. 
Yes. Because he'll go to a quilt store with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's about the only male in the store. And, of course, ladies will ask him and he'll say, oh, I help my wife pick out the material. And if they don't go together, I'll let her know. And they're like, I wish my husband would. Yeah. <laughs> You're so lucky. Yeah. We happened to do a little color demonstration thing on our computers where they told you if you were good at putting colors together. And he scored better than me. And it hurt my feelings <laughs> for a while. But it did show that he could do that for me. Yes. Sometimes I think it takes, and I believe that it takes, someone who's not been doing it all the time like we do to have a unbiased opinion. Yeah. So I think that's why they do well. Share your worst quilting experience. I hate to bind a quilt. I have such a horrible time trying to do the binding. I've tried sewing it by machine, and I usually end up sewing it by hand, Uh especially when I flip it and do the backside. Yeah. But that's my absolute worst thing to do. (laughs) So why do you make quilts? Um, I think I make quilts to share my love of sewing and make something that'll bring a smile to someone. You know, they'll look at that quilt and say, oh, I was given this by Nikki. And it'll bring a smile and a memory of something that we've done. And who do you usually make them for? I've made most of them for friends. I've made a few for family, but it's mostly friends. What project are you working on now? I'm working on a John Wayne panel using the rail pattern. And then I'm also working on a wall hanging with cross stitch. And I just put up my daughter's that I was working on. She liked black and white and it's geometrics pattern. Mm-hmm. And she wanted turquoise. And I was putting it on my design wall and I just couldn't continue. It just blinded me. So I'm trying to figure out a way to lessen the pain, (laughs) so to speak. Maybe make them smaller than what she wanted, but I just had to put it away for a while. But I'm currently working on a John Wayne wall hanging for my husband. Oh, neat. Are you part of a guild or do you meet with others or do you tend to sew by yourself? I tend to sew by myself. I'm a loner, mm-hmm. and once I get with the group, I want to talk because I am a loner, but I chat with different ladies on Facebook, that a couple of websites that I joined, and I will send pictures of something I'm working on and ask questions, and I get thousands of responses, or I'll show a picture of a quilt that I'm working on in the information that you get from these various people it's amazing the wealth of knowledge and comments that they will share and none of them are negative 
they have a positive input and I cherish that. Yeah. There's a lot of good quilting groups on Facebook. Yes. Please share a tip with me. The tip that it took a long time for me to learn, it's not about quilting per se, but the pieces may not always match up as you're sewing and be perfect, but it's the labor of love that you put into a piece that will outshine the imperfections. Mm -hmm. And I found a label from a lady on Etsy that says, perfectly imperfect, made by. <laughs> and that has been my quota because I would tear apart a quilt if it didn't match, you know, each scene. And my husband's like, you know, if you're going down the road 55 miles an hour, nobody will see it. Yeah. But it's just the enjoyment of seeing something come together mm -hmm. and just take your time. Enjoy the process of creating something of beauty to share. Uh-huh. Is there anything else you would like to share or tell me about you? Well, I do want to share my grandmother in her later life, later years, I should say, lived with us. And she made various quilts. I've got several of, well, they're quilt tops now. Uh, I've got one of characters from the Bible, flowers of the Bible, president quilt that she, on these particular ones, she hand embroidered with no frame. And my mother sewed them together to make a quilt top. And I cherish those. And I'm waiting for the right moment to get them out and finish them because they're just really beautiful. What a blessing to have something like that. Yes. It was curious to me that you had your grandmother living with you. Was that with your parents when you were younger or was that with um, your husband? It was with my mom. Long story, I took care of my dad up until he died in 90. And then it was my mom and my grandmother lived alone on the farm down in West Virginia. And it was just such a long drive for my mom to take. So we chose to put in a modular next door on property that my parents owned and move my grandmother up. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because she has, and I still have it, it's in our barn, a large quilting to hand quilt. And it was always set up in her living room. She never took it down because there was always something she was working on, but she got to where she wasn't able to be alone. Yeah. She had taken a real bad fall. And so we ended up having to put her in a nursing home locally. Right. And we'd go down every day, but she lived to be two months shy of 99. Wow. But I always would come over to her house just, to see what she was working on or what she was doing and just talk to her and see how she was doing. Well, it was real good talking with you. Thank you, Nikki, for being on A Quilter's Life. I really appreciate you being on. Well, thank you for inviting me and letting me share my 
my love of quilting. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of A Quilter's Life. You can find more stories on aquilterslife.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast player so each episode will be downloaded automatically. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you consider leaving a review as it helps others to find the show? Also, I want to hear about you and your wonderful quilts. Please contact me, Paula Chamberlain, through the website or a Quilters Life Facebook group to set up an interview. And as always, thanks for listening.